Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh here again with another daily play. Today's daily play is a good one. For today, we're going to be talking about how to forgive. Again, how to forgive, and it falls on a Tuesday. And for those who's been following um, recently with my channel, uh, we do topics by days, and today is Theological Tuesdays. So we're going to talk about how we can do the things of God's Word and live victoriously from it. But before we get into the video, before we get into our topics, make sure you go ahead and pause this video and go to my website, IamUnplugged.com, and there are uh, four slash worksheet and there you'll be able to find today's worksheet. I've gotten a couple of questions in my emails and for those who's like, coach, I can't find the worksheets and they get dug deep. I just added onto my page um, under the menus tab at the very bottom, search the entire site. There you can be able to type in the topic of the video and the worksheet should pop up there. But go ahead and go there uh, and uh, download today's worksheet. But for those who's coming in, everybody, um, uh, if this is your very first time and you're like, man, I like how this guy is vibing, go ahead and subscribe, hit the bell. And for those who's been a part of this community for a while, man, go ahead and like, comment, and share. I would love to hear what you're getting from these videos. And for those who are brand new, man, I would love to have you a part of my community. But let's get right into my notes. Let's get into my main thought um, for today's video on how to forgive. And the reason why I did this video, I got a couple of questions um, from people who are um, concerned about um, if they're truly forgiving or how to forgive the unforgivable. And so I did a video with these same notes years ago and um, the Lord just pressed on me to go back through them. Um, I won't go as thoroughly as I did a previous video, but I'm going to do my best to really help us uh, go forward in forgiveness. But my main thought for today's video is this. Life is about going forward. Life is about going forward. You can only go as far as your forgiveness. But let's get right into the problem. And I have a really dense text that I'm going to break down a little bit later. But we're going to get into our problem and break down a lot of points, man. So I'm going to do my best to get through this video as quickly, but effective, efficiently and effectively as possible. The problem is this. Many people are not giving themselves the opportunity to go forward due to unforgiveness. Okay. Many people are not giving their own selves the opportunity to go forward due to unforgiveness. They are giving people and situations unnecessary power over their lives. Many people are not giving themselves the opportunity to go forward due to unforgiveness. They are giving people and situations unnecessary power over their lives. Like I said previously, man, you can only go as far as your forgiveness. And unfortunately, so many people are still stagnant and still or have plateaued um, from what happened to them back in the day. What happened to them in 97? What happened to them in 2004? What happened to them four months ago? And they're harboring these feelings of resentment. They're harboring these different things. And they're not able to go forward in faith, go forward in joy, go forward in promise because they still are hurt by what happened. We got to get to a place where we understand that life is about going forward. That forgiveness is not about them, but about you. Forgiveness is not, it's not for you to process whether or not they're going to go forward in life. Forgiveness is your opportunity for you to go forward, to be emotionally, mentally, and physically set free from the wounds that occurred in your past. And when you look into heaven, look to the hills from which come your help, your help come from God, you will begin to understand that in the times where you are the most wounded, it's when you need your mind the most renewed, so that you will be able to see that individual, see yourself, and see the situation as God sees in it, and give him the opportunity to turn that situation around for your good and for his glory. It says that many people are not giving themselves the opportunity to go forward due to unforgiveness. They are giving people and situations unnecessary power 
over their lives. I have here in my notes, self-forgiveness is just as important as forgiving others. Self-forgiveness is just as important as forgiving others. A lot of us, the issue is not forgiving someone else. The issue is us forgiving ourselves. You got to get over what you did. You got to get over that, man. You was young. We all been young and dumb before. Now we old and wise. Now it's time to level up. You made a mistake. Now you got to forgive yourself so that you can go to the next place that God wants you to go. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's talk about why don't people forgive themselves or others? Why don't people forgive themselves or others? Number one, I think I spelled forgive here. F-O-R-G-I-V. I sure did. Why don't people forgive themselves? Number one, the reason why they don't forgive themselves or others is because folded plans, failures, and fears. One of the reasons why people don't forgive themselves or others is because their original plans folded. And so why forgive that person when that person was the main reason why my plans folded? Some people don't forgive themselves or others because of fears and failure. It doesn't matter where you fail. Failure is an opportunity for you to learn. And if you made mistakes, no matter how mag, uh, no, no matter how magnified they were, no matter how many people observed it, you got to go forward. It doesn't, people get so caught up in, in uh, uh, hiding in the caves of life because of what other people are chanting against them. You got to be able to go forward and go. Because God will prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. You don't have to worry about vindicating yourself. For vengeance is mine, I replace it, Lord. So you can't get upset and hurt and bruised and wounded because your plans folded. God got new plans. The Bible says many are the plans in a man's heart and a person's heart, but it's the purpose of the Lord that prevails. As long as you're breathing, you're still, in, you're still able to fall into purpose. So you got to make sure that you forgive yourself and forgive others, no matter if those fold, if those plans have folded. doesn't matter how many fa failures that you have occurred or what you are afraid. Some people are afraid to forgive because of the person they can become. Sometimes people love unforgiveness and the company it brings. Because they're now allowing themselves to feel vindicated for their pain, keeping them from being victorious and gaining. Why don't people forgive themselves or others? Number two, because of missed opportunities and demonic oppression. People find it hard to forgive, like we talked about folded plans, kind of something that goes along those lines, because of the opportunities they missed. And now they're saying, man, if I would have never done that at 20, and now I got to do this for 15, 20 years of my life. It's hard to forgive myself because I missed a great opportunity. I don't care what opportunities you missed in college. If you get so caught up on the opportunities you missed before, you will continue to miss opportunities today. You also got to make sure that you know who you are in Christ and not allow demonic oppression to cause you to fall into suppression or depression. You got to be able to say, you know what? I have authority over demonic spirits. I'm freed because of Christ. You see what I'm saying? You got to be able to overlook and know the voices in your mind and be able to know the difference between your voice, divine voice, and demonic voices and know what the word of God says so that you can know which voices to choose. But some people don't forgive themselves because they're demonically oppressed not to. Some people find it hard to forgive others because the demons inside their mind are trying to uh, advocate for them not to ever forgive that person, being caught up in a cycle of dysfunction, caught up in a cycle of resentment. And not being able to actually accomplish what God has destined for them to accomplish. Or you got people who don't forgive others because they start making excuses on why that person made them miss opportunities. But either way, you got to say, I got new opportunities. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. 
I'm not going to allow the demonic oppressive thoughts to rule me and to cause me to still feel resentful. And every time I see their Facebook or Instagram page, when I see them, I feel I feel hurt and, 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 and ugly and and resentful and inside. You got to go outside and and really and really be who you need to be and not being so easily triggered. Let's keep going. Number three R. Why don't people forgive themselves or others? Because of self-righteousness. Some people are so caught up in their own righteousness that they can't find it in their heart to forgive. And so many people have unnecessary resentment towards others because of their own self-righteousness. And so many people got so so full of themselves in regards to following God, quote unquote, or being a believer, quote unquote, that all of a sudden now their whole pain is to try to prove that they're more righteous than someone else. But deep down inside, rooted inside of them is 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 resentment, is pain, is unforgiveness. Let's keep going. Why don't people forgive themselves or others? Number four, I think F O R G, because they don't want to give off the impression that what happened was okay. Why don't people want to forgive this for others is because they don't want to give off the impression that what happened was okay. And what that mean is people don't want to forgive. They want to hold what happened to them and who did it. They want to hold it against them because they don't want that person to feel like that it was okay. Or they don't want to give the impression to that individual that it was okay what they did. Who cares how they feel about you going forward in your life? It don't matter because you're hurting yourself. You've heard the saying that people who... Uh, um wish harm on somebody else or in regards to unforgiveness is like drinking poison, hoping that the other person die, but you're the one dying in the process. Who cares how what it gives off? You got to walk in love. You got to walk in wisdom. You got to walk in character. You got to walk in honor and dignity, knowing that God uh, uh, delivered you and that God has a place and a destiny for you. And you, who cares what other people think about what you're going through? Who cares about what other people, what impression it gives off? We got to continue to go about and go onward and forward in things of God and not caring about who is affected or what impressions it gives off. Now, why don't people forgive themselves or others? I, number five, because of ignorance. Some people just don't know. Some people just don't know. And, and due to them not knowing, they they live life so full of self-hatred. They will live life full of uh, hating others and being unforgiven. They just don't know that, that unforgiveness is actually hurting them. Let's keep going for time's sake. Why don't people forgive themselves or others? Number six, um, V, the need for vengeance or low self-value. Some people right now, maybe possibly you, the reason why you're not forgiving is because you want vengeance. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. See, we got to get to a place of freedom where we actually see even our enemies the way God sees them with the hope and, and, and desire for them to be also saved. You can't be living your life hoping for them to die, hoping them for them um, to be hurt, hoping for them to fail. You got to succeed. You got to prevail. If you focus so much on them, tr on them failing, then you won't prevail. So you or, or succeed. You got to be able to say, I'm going to leave that over to God. God knows. I just did a video tonight at, a, at an immense at a commencement speech for a high school graduation. I told the young students, I said, God knows. God knows what happened to you and he will vindicate it. So you can't dwell on what happened, that it keeps you from making things happen for yourself, for your family, and for the kingdom of God. You got to let God deal with that because God, God's, God's vengeance is, 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 is efficient. Your vengeance may cause you more harm. It may cause that person unnecessary harm. But God's vengeance or God's purpose for that individual, for that situation is perfect. 
You see what I'm saying? So you got to trust God with also the reason why people don't forgive themselves or forgive others because of low self-value. Some people just say, you know what? I just don't mean, I don't really see much in myself. I really don't love myself. And, and, and hate is a it, hate. I know more hate than love. So let me stay hateful. And that keeps people from being successful. Let's keep going. Why don't people forgive themselves or other because of extortion? When it comes to extortion, people want to hold things over other people's heads. So they want they don't want to forgive because they want to be manipulative. They want to continue to milk that individual. They want to continue to manipulate the individual. They want to continue to make that person feel sorrowful, feel upset, and feel bad for what they do. You got to be able to let that person go and yourself go and stop being manipulative with your unforgiveness, being manipulative with your resentment. You got to forgive to go forward because it's going to be hard for you to go forward still holding on to what's behind you. Let's keep going. Now, why is forgiveness um, or what I have here is this. <clears throat> Let's go to the next point. It says forgiveness is a form of giving. It gives you the opportunity to do these seven things. One thing about forgiveness it is a form of giving. When you understand that, then you will say, you know what? When I forgive, I'm giving myself the opportunity to go forward. It says it gives you the opportunity, number one, to go forward. <laughs> number one, forgiveness gives you the opportunity to go forward undistracted. It gives you an opportunity to go forward into purpose. When you get so caught up on looking backwards, you'll stay backwards. But if you keep your eyes fo fo uh, uh, focused, if you keep your eyes this way, you'll go that way. Forgiveness gives you the opportunity to go forward into your purpose, go forward into your freedom, go forward in being healed. It also gives you the opportunity to come into form. When you forgive, now you can be able to form into the image of Christ. Now you begin to form into the image of a person that's free. You don't want to be conformed to the image of this world where people are full of hate and resentfulness and evil and disgust and vengeance. You want to be formed into the, into the person of peace and prosperity and, and wealth and health. And I'm not getting caught up in no prosperity. We're talking about internal health and wealth where you got full of, when your heart is full of love, joy, peace, and you're able to, uh, to, to, to navigate life calmly. Forgiveness gives you an opportunity to come into form. And then to Christ's form. Let's keep going. Forgiveness gives you the opportunity, number three, not to force things. That's very important that you understand. When you forgive, you don't force things. You flow into things. You begin to flow into the things that God has for you. But when you get so caught up in resentfulness and unforgiveness, then it's going to be hard for you um, um, to really let things happen. You try to force a new relationship because you was hurt from the last one. You try to force a new situation so that the previous situation, the individuals involved can feel bad. You begin to force things. But when, but when you are in the flow of God, you begin to flow because you healed. You begin to flow into the right things. See, people who are unforgiving, they're forcing things to try to make the other people feel bad, to make other people feel uh, um, envious because you elevated without them. You got to forgive and let them go. Even if they elevate before you do, even if they get somebody else before you do, you can't get so caught up because you don't even know why they're doing it. Most people do the things that they do because, because they're trying to make sure that you feel the way you feel. Some people do things and without God's endorsement. So we get so caught up with my, well, man, now I got to get a new boo because my man got a new boo and I don't want him to think that since we've been through that I'm going, that I don't have no, nobody else looking for me to be their boo. Now you got to move on. Whether you're single for another two years and that he is in another dysfunctional relationship, you can't allow unforgiveness to cause you to force things. Let's keep going. Forgiveness gives you the opportunity. 
Number four, to forecast and to have foresight. Now that you have clear vision, now you can forecast. Now you can say, now I can see on what God has me to do. Now I can see what purpose is. Because sometimes when you get so caught up in unforgiveness, your vision gets blurred and you lose sight of what God wants you to focus on. And what happens when you forgive someone, now you see forward, now you see clear, and now you're able to have foresight and you're able to see, I see why this thing had to end. I see why this person had to hurt me because now that person's hurt helped me to see who I needed. And since I knew I needed Christ, now I have true life. And now I'm able to forecast and see the and, and actually embrace and live what he has for me. Let's keep going. Forgiveness also gives you the opportunity to format. It gives you an opportunity now to produce, format things and put things together because what you've been through could be something that can help somebody get through. You feel me? And what that means is now you can start formatting ministry ideas, formatting books and songs, formatting things of purpose that can be able to help people to also overcome what what was burdensome, right? Forgiveness also gives you an opportunity to forewarn. Forgiveness gives you an opportunity to forewarn other people not to wallow in it. Now you can forewarn other people and let them know, man, you got to forgive, man. It's toxic. I'm going to warn you. I'm going to forewarn you not to get into situations like this that I got into that set me up to be resentful. Let me forewarn to you because now that I'm free, now that I'm walking in forgiveness, now I have a, 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 an alarm as my mouthpiece. My mouthpiece is an alarm that's warning people, do not stay in unforgiveness. It rots your bones. It hurts you. You got to press forward. Forgiveness also gives you the opportunity to forego. That means to let go. Forgiveness says, I'm going to let go of the situation. I'm going to move on from it. I'm going to trust God and I'm going to go forward. I'm going to forego. I'm going to let this lifestyle go. I'm going to let this mindset go. I'm going to do what I need to do for Christ and move on. Now let's talk about how to forgive. How we can effectively, efficiently forgive and go forward. I think I spelled forgive too. These are my notes from last, um, the last video that I felt led by the Spirit of God to share with you. But I got, oh yeah, I spelled forgive again. Okay, how to forgive. Number one, fellowship with the Father. How to forgive, you got to fellowship with the Father because he'll teach you how to forgive. He'll show you how to forgive. He will He will let you know the benefits of forgiving. You got to fellowship with him so that you'll be able to see, man, you know what, God, you, you, you're so merciful, you're so kind. And man, I, and, and I let this unforgiveness blind me for so long. And now that your light is shining on me, now I, I feel hope and I feel joy because, because I know because of you, I can face tomorrow and I can go forward. How to forgive, you got to fellowship with the Father, fellowship with the Father. I'm going to talk about that probably next week or this week is going forward. But fellowshipping is very important that, that I engage and I get to know his character because when you fellowship with him, you become like him. Next point with F, uh, how to forgive, compare the sins against you to your sins against the Father, right? What I mean by that is the easiest way to forgive is to compare. See, your sin, the pe people's sins against you can't compare to your sins against God and the consequences of it. So when you compare your life vertically versus horizontally, it's easier to forgive. Because when you fellowship with the Father and begin to see his character and see how he forgave, then you will begin to say, you know what, I too can forgive. Because if he can forgive the sins that were more than the sins against me, then surely I can forgive the sins that are underneath me. Compare the sins against you to your, to, to your sins against the Father. And also with F, find the root reason 
why you're not forgiving. Find the root reason. Is it insecurity? Is it inadequacy? Is it misery? Is it depression? What is the root reason? Is it idolatry? For some of us, the reason why we can't forgive because our idols failed us. And since we made idols into people, when those people fell us, now we feel deeply hurt because we made them more to us than we should have. And so it makes it hard for us to forgive. But you got to forgive because if you can't, you won't go forward. You got to find the root and pull up the root so you can plant a new tree, a new seed of salvation, a new seed of hope so that you can grow into the person you need to be and bear the fruit that you need to and provide shade to those in the heat. So you got to be able to find, in order to really forgive, find the root reason. Because if you always uh, uh, look at the symptoms of a situation, you'll never find the source of the situation. If you treat the source and find the root reason, man, the symptoms will fade. How to forgive? Oh, you got to look at the overall picture. You got to look at the overall picture. You got to take about four or five steps back. Look at your situation and say, you know what? Have I made this more than I needed to make it? Why am I still holding on to this? And, and it was 10 years ago. Why am I? What's the, what's the overall picture? How could God use that for my good? How could God use this Judas for, 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 for salvation? How can God use this person that, that used me and, and did this to me? How can he use it? God used all scraps, my friend. God, there's not one thing on his, on his artistry table that he does not use. Every scrap in your life, God will bring together and make a masterpiece. And you got to look at the overall picture and see what God is doing. God's like Bob Ross. All you got to do is take some time to see. And he, you saw this little line that he did. And in five minutes, the man done did a tree. He done put a little, little, little thing right there. And you're like, man, what is Bob doing today? What's Bob Ross? And you sit there about 15 minutes. The man done did a whole uh, um, uh, mountain. So you got to say, okay, let me see what God's doing. Let me see what he's doing because all you see right now is some un, um, un, um, um, uh, uh, something that don't have anything to do with it. And you think it is just a little paint stroke, but God's making a tree out of it. So what I'm saying is take a few steps back and look at the overall picture and see what he's doing. And that's what we got to do in order to forgive. What's the overall, what's the big picture? What's the overall picture? What is God up to? How can God use this for me to go forward and to help others go forward? How to forgive? Number three, you got to release the resentment, my friend. You got to release it. Open up the valve and release it. And you do that by finding the root reason. You do that by fellowshipping with God. You do that by looking at the overall picture. You got to release the resentment. And I got activities here that will help you do so. But you got you to release that resentment. You got to say, you know what? I got to let this out of me, man. Because it's killing me. It's hurting me. It's drying up my bones. You see what I'm saying? It's it's weighing me down. I, I And this person has moved on with their life and, and it's keeping me from moving on with my life. You got to release the resentment. You got to release and say, you know what? Why am I so mad about this? Why am I so hateful? You got to release that resentment, my friend. Let's keep going. How to forgive? G, you got to give it to God. Give the vengeance to him. Give everything to him so that you can go forward. See, unforgiveness keeps you or it hinders you from casting that care to God. You got to give it over to God. God, here is yours. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm forgiving. I'm letting it go, but I'm giving it to you because God, if I don't get this to you, man, I will hold on to it. You got to give it to God today. 
They got to say, God, here are my cares. I can't carry this no more. It's too heavy, God. Unforgiveness is an unnecessary weight. It's too heavy for your soul to carry. So many people right now are heavier than what they scales say because of the people that you're still holding on to, the situations you're still holding on to, and you wonder why your shoulders are caving in. You wonder why you don't walk in confidence. You wonder why your head is held low because you, you're carrying more weight than what you're carrying physically. You carrying that situation 96 and that thing is still occurring weight and holding you back, man. You got to release it so that you can run your race effectively. You got to release it so that you and give it over to God so that you can go and do your thing. The Bible says lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets you and run the race ahead of you with endurance. You got to let that, you got to give it over to God. God, you hold this. I'm going to go run this for you and God will dispose it for you. How to forgive? Number five, I investigate the demonic plot and invalidate them. This is probably one of the most important topics, points that I have in this message right here. You have to investigate the demonic plot. What is the enemy up to? Why is he using this against you? Why is he allowing this? Why is he tempting you or convincing you to allow this to remain in your life? You got to investigate the demonic plot. What, what is, what is he's coming to steal, kill, and destroy? That's how you look. Either you're going to live abundant life. The Bible says the thief comes, but to steal, to kill, and destroy. But he said, but I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. So you got to ask yourself, am I having life or am I having strife? You see what I'm saying? Am I, am I, am I really living or am I dying? Because the enemy is going, no matter what, if you allow him in your life for a period of time, stealing, killing, and destroying is happening right now. It may not happen significantly. It may not happen immediately, but it's happening. It will happen eventually. So you got to investigate the traps and the temptations and the lures and, and make sure that you grow and mature so that you don't repeat the same cycle again and then add another human being into your heart of unforgiveness holding you down. And you got to invalidate them. Invalidate them means you got to compare it to the word of God. You got to cast down vain imagination, every thought that casts itself into the knowledge of God. He gives lofty opinions, meaning he throws it as high as he can throw it. And many of us, our understanding of God is only but a certain level. So what he does, he throws us above our level of understanding of God. That's why you got to study to show yourself approved, rightly divide the word of truth. You got to, the Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If you only know this level of God, but he's throwing something above your level of knowledge of God. And notice I said, I said your level of knowledge for God, not God's original level of himself. There, he, the devil can throw all his might as high as he can. He won't even come within 50 million miles of God's throne. But if you only know God at this low level and that's all you know, and that's all you desire to know, then all you got to do is throw it one feet above that and then you will believe that and then you will end up living that. But when you continue to increase your knowledge in God and understand the beauty of forgiveness and what it means in regards to you going forward, then you will be able to cast down that vain imagination because that imagination has no point. So you got to investigate the demonic plot and invalidate them and say, these thoughts will not resume, resume in my mind because I know the purpose that God has for me. And I know what the word of God says and the word of God is infallible. It's true. I've investigated it myself. And so I know what I'm standing on. And then you will be able to carry on. Let's keep going. How to forgive. Number six, V, claim your victory. Oh, V, Z, sorry, forgive. V, claim your victory. Claim your victory. Live your victory. 
You're victorious, man. You can't live life with a victim's mindset. Unforgiving people are victimized. You got to be victorious and say, you know what? Who cares? Yeah, what happened happened. Yeah, that happened to me. Yeah, it hurt. But I'm going to claim my victory in Christ. He died so that I can be able to be victorious. You got to claim your victory. I will carry on. I will live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. I will be victorious. I will not let this thing hold me back. And you got to forgive, Jack. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You got to forgive, man. Young lady, you got to forgive, man, and embrace your victory. You can't be a victim all your life and expect to be successful, my friend. You got you to gotta say, no, I'll claim my victory. I have forgiven. I will press on. And I will carry on. Let's keep going. How to forgive? Last but not least, ease your emotions through the word of God and execute the forgiveness over and over and over and over and over again. Ease your emotions through the word of God. Ease them. You're going to see forgiveness is, let me just be, keep it a buck with you. Forgiving is not easy. It's not. But it's necessary. It's possible. Um, I'm so glad that God helped me to forgive everyone who's hurt me. And, and you have to learn that you have to ease your emotions through the through the validity of the word of God so that you will be able to say, this is what the word of God says I have. This is what the word of God says I should walk in. I'm going to ease these emotions with the word of God. Whether you got to go to YouTube right now and type in um, uh, Matthew dramatize and hear dramatization of the word of God as you drive so that you could be able to navigate and get the word deep inside you see, and catch a new vibe. You see what I'm saying? And if that's what you got to do, you got to do, but you got a lot of word of God to ease you. And that's a good resource. Go to go to YouTube and type any book of the Bible you want and add the word dramatize. And there you will find a video with the animals, with the sound effects, with characters. And so that you can listen to the word of God in those tough moments in a calm, with calming music and with animals. And it will kind of help uh, uh, give you a new angle of the word of God that will kind of help ease your emotions. But last but not least in how to forgive E. You have to execute the forgiveness over and over again. The Bible says, and it was, uh, uh, I think it was Peter who came to Jesus and said, should I forgive? Uh, how often should I forgive my brother? Seven times. And so what Peter was saying right there, I believe it's Peter, forgive me if it's not. But what Peter was trying to say in the law back in the day, if you, you uh, the limit of your forgiveness or, or that will set you free was three. All you got to do is forgive three times and you don't have to worry about any consequence or et cetera. That's what was the law back then. So Peter was saying, okay, okay, at least I'm saying seven times. At least it's not three times. So is that cool, God? Is it cool, Jesus, that I just forgive seven times? Jesus looked at him and said, 70 times seven. And what the word of God was saying, 70 times seven in one day, that's 490 times. He says, I tell I say to you, forgive 70 times seven, if needed be by every day. And you might say, well, coach, how do I forgive somebody 490 times if I need to, if I don't even want to see their face, because I might punch them out. I feel you. But you got to forgive them in your mind because some people have already died and go dead, are already dead and gone. And you can't forgive. You can't have that conversation. Some people have moved on, got married. So you can't text. You can't forgive. But you forgive them every time they pop up in your mind. Because for some of us, we have to forgive 147 times. Some of us, we have to forgive 300 times because of how many times that person comes in our mind a day. And you got to constantly over and over again say, I have already forgiven that person or say it out your mouth. I forgive John. I forgive Tyrone. I forgive Susie. I forgive her. I forgive him. I forgive my mom. I forgive my dad. I forgive them. I'm going to do it over and over and over again. 
Because sometimes the enemy, you will go on with your life and he'll make you believe that you truly didn't forgive, but you did forgive. And when that person pops up in your mind or old feelings start to rise, you got to revert back to when you know for a fact that you've forgiven them and you gave them over to God. You claimed your victory and repeat the cycle over and over and over again as often as you need to, to ensure that that demonic enforcement of that, of that idiotic moment that happened in your life cannot intrude and dominate your identity and dominate um, your intelligence, keeping you from succeeding. You got to do it over and over again, no matter how many times you do it to fight that, to make it real. So you have to ease your emotion through the word of God and execute the forgiveness over and over and over again. Let me read this passage of scripture so that you can kind of understand why it's important to forgive. It's the parable of the unforgiving servant. And the Bible reads, then Peter came up and said to Jesus, said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. Remember I said seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77, but 77 times, or 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servant. When he began to settle one, when he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children, all that he had and payment, uh, and, uh, and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees and implored him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released everything. And out of pity for him, the master of the servant released him and forgave him the debt. That's powerful. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, not even close to what the other master forgave him. And seizing him, he began to choke him saying, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant. I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you and in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you. If you do not forgive your brother from your heart, the word of God speaks for itself. My friend, God says, I have unlimited grace and mercy to forgive you. And you have the audacity not to forgive your brother whose sin is incomparable to the amount. They said the amount that the first servant, the one that didn't uh, respect the other servant, was equivalent to $6 billion in that time. And the other servant that he didn't forgive was mere thousands of dollars. So what God is saying, man, I, I, my forgiveness is in the billions and trillions and quadrillions towards you every day. And this person that sins against you, hold it above them. You hold it over your own head and you don't want to forgive. When I've forgiven the debt over your own head, my final thoughts, and then I got I want you to go do these activities, man. It's going to help you uh, fight through these things. In order to forgive, you have to renew your mind. Simple as that. The weight of Jesus' forgiveness towards us in our minds will determine how much we forgive. When we reflect on how merciful and how good God is, it makes forgiveness easier. When you engage God, forgiveness becomes easier. My second final thought is forgive, but don't forget. I'm not sitting there saying that you forgive that person, let that person have equal access again. 
What I mean by forgetting, I'm not talking about that you dwell and I want you to make sure that you learn from it, that you don't forget it. Make sure you don't have no feelings for it, but that you don't forget it. And you know, and you take notes and how people mistreat you and that you don't settle for that same mistreatment again. So you forgive, you let them go, but you're not dumb now. You can't forget it. What I mean by forgetting, I don't want you to forget and hold it over the head, but I want you to take mental note, knowing how not to repeat those same issues again. Next point, it may not be easy to forgive, but with God, it's not impossible to forgive. But you got to believe it's possible. You got to actually do the impossible. You got to say, God, I believe that I can forgive through you because you got to, what do you want from your life, man? What do you want from your life? Unforgiveness won't help you get there. Resentment won't help you get there. So either you stay where you are and 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 whatever, or you go forward to the promises that God has for you. Next point: since you survived, you can forgive. There is nothing God can't redeem and can't use. You survived it, man. It's one thing if 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 you still if you still bound by it, but God has set you free from it. Now you gotta walk in that freedom and that forgiveness. Last point, every mess has the potential to become a message, but you must allow that mess to age. No matter what has happened to you, that's a potential message. I don't care if you was used, abused, misused. I don't care what happened to you. You can you can actually use it as a message to help somebody else. I got this activity for you that I want you to go through. It's, 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 man, it's very good, man. It's very important and beneficial. Uh, who have you yet to forgive? What happened and why? I also got a section here that says, how is unforgiveness negatively affecting your life? I also want you to type in which reasons below apply to you, whether folded plans, failures, missed opportunities, etc. And I also got this area right here of 490 boxes. And in this, I want you to just carry this around you as everywhere you go if you need to. And I want you to say, it says, I want you to use this sheet to tally how many times you forgave a particular person or situation. I want you to write their name. And I want you, no matter how many times you can carry this all throughout the week and say, you know what? I'm going to put this into action. I'm going to put this into discipline and I'm going to tally every time I had to forgive that person. And the more you do that, forgiveness will become easier. I hope this activity, hope this video helped you. Um, and I hope that uh, gave you insight on what you need to do to go forward in forgiveness because life, my friend, is about going forward. You got to let them people go so that you can go forward. I love you all. You know I do. And like I always say, run to play well, y'all. I'll see you next time. Peace.